Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Well, I will not take a lot of time. Let's go straight into the word of God that is going to cause you to escape. Amen. So the subject I'm talking to you about is escape. Hallelujah. What is escape? Those of us who have good phones can even find it out on your dictionary. To escape is to succeed in avoiding a danger or a threat over your life. Can I say that again? To escape is to succeed in avoiding a danger or a threat over your life. Amen. There are so many things. There are so many things that can hurt us, that can harm us, that can destroy our lives. So to escape is to be able to. You see, some people try, but they don't succeed. There are so many things that you need to escape. But this afternoon, God is going to cause you to succeed in escaping. Hallelujah. There's so many things some people have to succeed in escaping poverty. Some have to escape diseases in your family. Some have to escape even bad friendship. Some have to escape unemployment. Some have to escape loneliness. So many things you need to escape. And this afternoon, I'm telling you, tell somebody, I will succeed. Tell another person, I'm succeeding. Some people have been in school, but they don't succeed. But I came to tell you, you are succeeding. You shall finish the matric. You will finish the university. You will be gainfully employed. You will marry. You will have children. You will do well. You will drive your own car. You will own your own house. You will do very well in this life. Many have tried, but they don't succeed. But I came to tell you in this escape that you will be one of those who escape poverty. You will be one of the few people who escape the bad things that we don't like. When you see a prostitute, a scully, an armed robber, you need to also understand that he has a mother, he has a father. The person was not born like that, but somehow is gotten to where he is because he or she was not successful in escaping sometimes bad company, sometimes bad advice, bad friendship. That is what has led a person to where now he begins to uh, smoke, drink, and hurts himself or herself. 
without any help of anybody. You see that the person is hurting himself. Not that somebody is hurting the person. The person is hurting. But if you are here this afternoon, I came to tell you whether it's an addiction, whether it's a problem, whether it's sickness, whether it's disease, you are going to escape. Hallelujah. But there's two escape that we'll talk about. There's so many things. Some of us who are not taking our education serious. Talk to me, Bishop. You are going to be serious after this session. Because if you don't, you cannot escape so many things. If you joke with your with your education, it may even mean that you will die before your time. Your inability to pass the matric may mean that you will not be employed. And if you are not employed, you will not earn much. And if you don't earn much, you cannot stay in certain places. And that means you cannot buy certain things. And that means you cannot even afford medication that will let you live long. So you may not know that your, your inability to just pass the matric can lead you to die 20 years before your time. But you are about to escape. Some of us, we have friends and different people in our life that we know they are not helping us. But it's very difficult for us to escape. This afternoon, an ability, a power will be given you to escape. Hallelujah. That is in this life. That is in this life. But the Bible also talks about the greatest of the escape. You may escape illiteracy by going to school. You may escape unemployment by gaining employment. You may escape singlehood or loneliness by getting married. But there is something bigger and higher than all these ones. There's something that is far bigger that you need to escape. Hallelujah. Amen. And the number one is just two points and we'll be out of here. Number one is called judgment. Yeah. Judgment. Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 3. Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 3. Are you there? Bible says how shall we escape if we neglect how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Hallelujah. Amen. But we said, how can we escape? So there is something in life that education, going to school, matric, university, being an accountant, a doctor, a lawyer, a magistrate cannot help you to escape. So how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? There's something, only salvation, only salvation can help you to escape. That is why we are in escape. You may have escaped illiteracy by being in school. 
you may have escaped unemployment. You may have escaped different things by company. You may have had different escapes. But there is an escape that I'm talking about. You need to escape judgment. Are you here? And salvation is the only way to escape. Hallelujah. That one, it does not take money. That one, it does not take anything that you can offer. It needs you to place yourself in a certain place. Romans chapter 2 verse number 3. Look at this. Bible says, And thinkest thou this, O man, that judges them, we do such things, and does the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? The Bible is asking you, that if we human beings, as men, we can judge people. You know, every country has a prison. A prison is a place that human beings have made for people that they think that their character and their behavior and conduct is not acceptable in society. He said, we will make you a place, a building that you don't need to pay a rent. Be seated. He said, when they think that your behavior, your character, your conduct is not that which is accepted in a society, they have a place that they keep you there. So you will reform. They call it a prison. And Bible said that, do you think that if man can build a place called prison, if you think that man has enough sense to build a place called prison to keep people who they think are that are not fit for society, he asks you, do you think that you also escape the judgment that he God will also meet out to those who he thinks. Recently, a pastor, our pastor went to crusade in Liberia. And when he went there, he visited any crusade he goes, he tries to preach the people in prison. You know, so all of us may be chiefs and all that, but unless you are caught... Unless you are caught. Yeah. So when he went to this prison to speak and to talk to the people there, he saw an amazing notice board. And on this notice board, they have summarized the kind of people that were in prison. Can I tell you those people? The first group of people were thieves. So they wrote thieves, maybe 300 of them. I'm robbers. 500. Then people who are there because of what we call perjury. Those who have done law. What is perjury? Where, where are the lawyers? There were people there. 
Where are the lawyers? What is perjury? Who knows what perjury is? Perjury is simply, it's a big word for lying. Then after the perjury, saw the next one, rape. But I want that these people have been kept in a place by human beings because they are chiefs. They are armed robbers. They are scholars. They have told a lie. And they, they said they are rapists. So they have been kept. But I want you to find out. Let's do a statistics. Wow. Let's do a statistics. Quickly. How many of us have stolen something before? How many? How many of us? Okay, okay. Maybe you did not understand the question. Let me. If you are a chief, lift your hand. If you are a chief. You have stolen something before. You have stolen somebody's book, somebody's pen, or you took a chicken from your mother's soup, or you took the meat that was in that in that soup. You took some pap that was reserved not for you. How many have stolen? So I want the chiefs to lift their hands. Can you see some people are uh, yeah? We can see. So if if human beings can keep thieves. And the amazing thing is that the government workers who are stealing millions, they are never caught. But the poor people who are stealing just a chicken or one, one biscuit from ShopRite one day a certain group of thieves they stole something and they were arrested from a, a supermarket. So they took them to court. You know, always before judgment is caught. Yeah, before judgment. That's what Bible says. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, judgment. And it, to escape judgment, you need salvation. That's why, how can we escape? So these thieves were arrested. They took them to uh, court, and the first person that came, the judge asked him, "What did you steal?" Then he said, "Baked beans." So. Big beans. So the judge said that then he should go to jail. 120 years. Because when they, they, yeah, then the, the people were confused. So how can they, the judge is wicked? Then the second person came. They said, what did you steal? Then he told the judge that, oh, he, it, it was a, a sardine. Then he asked how many fish were there? He said, four. He said, four years. So the third person, he also took, he also took, uh, baked beans. So when he noticed that the thing is according to the number of what he's in. So when he got there, the judge asked him, what did you steal? He said, it's a container. He was afraid. Because if he said baked beans, they need to count the number of beans that is in there. Then so the judge asked him, what container? He said, I have not yet opened it. It's in the container. What color was it? I said, I, I have forgotten. They said, how many? He said, one. I said, one year. Then another person came. Then he stole soft drinks. 
So they asked, what software do you say? Then seven up, seven years. So that fourth one came. He also took seven up. When he said one up. <laughs> one year. But what I'm saying is, if human beings can make a place to keep people they don't like, if human beings can keep a place for liars, everybody here has admitted you have stolen something before. That is why the Bible asks, how shall we escape? How can you escape? When you yourself know, even you yourself know that you are a liar. Over here you can pay bribe and the the people will not prosecute you. But in a place, God doesn't take bribe. That is why he said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Salvation is the way to escape. Number two, I'm Robert Scolis. One day somebody came to be born again. And when he got born again, one of the ladies, she, I can even see her. She said, she came to me and said, Pastor, this is the guy who took my phone. This is the guy. I said, it's okay. He's born again. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, all things have passed away. All things have become new. Because the guy has come to the front, he's become born again. He said, yeah, this is the school. I said, it's okay. The guy had to escape. Because of salvation, he had escaped. For the guy, the, the, the lady wanted to take him on, but I said, it's okay. How shall we escape? So graceful, if we neglect. Then the next one is life. Pedri. How many have told out, since you were born, you've told about 100 lies? You see, and when I was asking about those who have stolen before, you did not lift your hand, so you have added one more lie. And and maybe you can lie here in the U.S. Pedri, when you lie under oath, lying under oath, 10 years in prison. So you multiply how many lies you have told. If you lie under eight, under oath, 10 years for each lie. Multiplied by the number of lies. Even as you are in church, I asked, have you stolen before? You also did not lift your hand. 10 years. If you have, how many have, have told at least 100 lies since you were born? Yeah. 100 times 10. That is 1000 years. Plus the one that you did not admit this morning. For 1010 years. we escape you can see that we cannot escape then the next group of people were rape rape simply means sleeping with somebody that you are not supposed to sleep with the person is not your wife it's not your husband so sleeping with somebody who is not your wife and so you notice that if if human beings can keep people in prison because they have slept with people who are not their wife. You, they, they will even dig the ground and put you. That is why we need to escape. Because when you look at so the church is filled with liars. Thieves. 
rapist. This is the people in the church. That is why we need to escape. Yeah, that's why Matthew chapter 1 verse number 21. Bible says, Bible says, look at Matthew chapter 1 verse number 21. Matthew 121. Are you there? Quickly. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name. What? Jesus. What will he do? For he shall save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. It is only Jesus that can save us. If not, we, you cannot escape judgment. Yeah, you will be judged. And when you are judged, there's only two places. Either you are going to go to hell or you are going to go to heaven. But for all of us to escape hell, to escape the judgment of God, and be able to have a life that you intend to have, you need salvation. We shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save us from our sins. Sometimes when you see somebody, some of us, there are conditions, problems, diseases in your life that I cannot just take them away. It has to take salvation. When you see people in prison, you cannot go and say that, Judge, I love this one, so you are bringing the person out. There is a reason why the person is behind the cells. There is a reason why the person is in a prison. So whether you love the person or not, you cannot just take the person out. Yeah. You cannot just go and say that, this one I know, I like her. Let me, no, there is a reason why they have kept the person over there. Some of us, we are operating under cases. Some of us, there are things that are in our life. I cannot just come and pray against the thing and say go away. No, it will take salvation. It is when you receive Jesus Christ and he becomes your Lord and Savior then you have given him the power the authority to come out from all those cases and diseases and sickness. But without salvation somebody has to pay. That's why sometimes it's a fine. You are sentenced to maybe five years or 30,000 rand. So if you don't have the money, then five years. But if you have the money, you pay the 30,000 and they will let you go. Some of us, we are sick. Our families are sick. Drug addiction, your children. You can see that there are things that are destroyed. Look, if you don't accept Jesus, you will save the full sentence. So the, yeah, there are diseases that you, you, you ask your parents. Your grandmother had it. Your grand auntie had it. Your mother has it. Your sister, big sisters have it. And it is your turn. Because there's a reason why those things must be there. Unless Jesus steps in, you cannot escape. Yeah, there are problems that are in families. There are issues that are in homes. There are legal reasons for them to be there. If you want to escape it. It has to take a power. You receive Jesus Christ. Then he can wave. He forgives you. Hallelujah. I see you escaping. Amen. Tell somebody I will succeed. I will, succeed. I will escape. I will in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Number two. Number two. 
The second thing you need to escape and will be out of here is hell. Hell is a place of torments. It comes right after your judgment. You see, when you go to the courtroom, the courtroom is very nice. Air condition is there and all that. But that is not where they will keep you. That is not where they will keep you. After the courts, you see some people wearing black, they will come for you. Yeah. After judgment, when sentence is announced, the verdict comes out. You will be taken straight to a place that is very different from where the sentence was issued. You may think that you are suffering on this life. In the, you, you don't know. You don't know. After, Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. When you are judged, you are either going to be in heaven or hell. Very soon, all of us will have new residential addresses. Your residential address will not be found in Stellenbosch, in Cryfontaine, in Yanga, in Manenberg, in, in Belha, in Bethel, in, in Parklands. No. Very soon your residential address will be found either in heaven or in hell. Bible talks about the two roads. Two roads that leads to heaven and hell. The first road is called the broad, the, the freeway. It's not called N1. It's called, it's called the Broadway. We can call it B1. Yeah. B1. Broadway. It leads straight. It leads straight to hell. And when you enter hell, you may have different other streets. Yeah, hell, there's a fire avenue. Yeah. There's a fire close. And the streets are gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You will have sulfur and, and, and brimstone circle. Sulfur and brimstone circle. See, the Broadway move from earth. But when you enter heaven, see that there's gnashing of teeth. There's fire close. There's fire avenue. Different. Yeah. Wem, Wem diet not uh, uh, center. Bible said there. Jesus spoke about hell. He said it is better for you and I, even to lose part of our body. Matthew chapter eighteen. He said, "Look, it is better to lose if your hand or your leg, your eye offend you. It's better to lose it than to have it and walk straight into hell, where the fire diet not." Where will you be? Where will your residence be? And there's another road. We can call that one N1. Because the narrow. Narrow. The narrow. Yeah. The narrow way. From earth. Many people don't choose. The Bible said that leads straight to heaven. And when you enter heaven. Oh. There will be glory streets. There will be. There will be. Oh. The father's lane will be there. The Holy Ghost Center will be there. Yeah, Jesus Avenue. Yeah, there will be every kind of good thing. There will be every kind of good thing. You need to escape hell. Yeah, that is what this escape is about. 
Many people are walking straight to hell. Many people are walking straight to the eternal fire. Yeah. Straight is the way. Gate is, okay. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth to life. Few there be that find it. Then he talks about the broad way that leads to destruction. Which of the ways are you on? Sometimes you see that you are in the minority. Yeah. Bible says that the narrow way, the end one that leads to heaven. Few people find that everybody is doing what they want to do. Nobody mind. But who cares? When you die, you cannot. It is when you are alive now that you can do something about it. May you choose Jesus. May you escape hell. Yes. May you escape hell. Because, look, I know you don't want to go to hell. How did I get to know? Because you are afraid of even electric stove. (laughs) When you see the banners are red. If you like, if you like, you just put it on and sit on it for just one hour. (laughs) You notice that if... If some of you touch it like that, uh-huh. even when you see that you touch it like that, you are afraid of fire. And Bible says that as for hell, it is not a small fire burning. It will be it's more than it more than Brian Chisenyama. You yeah, you will be bright. You be you see that this is proper proper Chisenyama that they are doing. You will be the one on on on. That is why, look, I can tell you, I did not become a Christian because I love God. No, the first thing was that I did not want to go to hell. I was very much afraid of going to hell. That was my, it was when I came to God, after that I saw that, okay, you can love God also. But my first reason, (laughs) my first reason for being born again, I was very much afraid. Because one day I, I picked a, a, a charcoal that had then burned my it was, the place became red like that. Hey, small it pained me for more than two weeks. The pain was there. So when I calculated that hey, <laughs> so if this is giving me this pain, how about the whole hand in fire the, no, it will not be a good idea. So I decided, yeah, I decided. I decided that I would go to church and be born again. I called my friend. We finished school together. He's called Martin. I told Martin, is there any good church around? He said, hey, why? Because when we were in school, we were bad boys. He said, do you want to go to church? I said, no, we want to. He said, hey, tell me. I said, let's go. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was afraid. I had to escape. I had to escape. How shall we escape if we neglect salvation? So when I went to church that day, I heard Bishop preaching after that. Some people came to visit me. I told them, don't come and visit me. I will come every day. I know why I'm coming to church. Do you think that I want to go and burn in hell? I'm coming myself. That's how I became serious with God. Because when I thought about the whole thing, some of us, we don't even have mansions on earth. You are struggling on eggs like this, then you also go and be burnt in hellfire. No, 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 no. What you need to understand is that hell was not made for me and you. 
Yeah. Hell was not made. God did not make hell for me and you. He made it. He made it for somebody else. So don't force yourself into a place that you are not accepted. Some of us, we are forcing ourselves by force to go to hell. No. No. Go to Matthew. I'm trying. Are you in Matthew? Okay. Matthew chapter 25, verse number 41. Matthew chapter 25, as we close. Are you there? Matthew 41. He said, Then shall he say unto them, On the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into what? Everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. So why do you, are you a devil? You are not even a witch. You are not even a wizard. But Bible talks about the great red dragon. Something that when he opens the mouth, fire comes out of it. You want to be in the same place with something that has a tail. Even when you see a snake in, in films, you, you begin, small one, you begin, you are afraid, you see that you are going back in your chair. And you want to be in hell with the serpent. Bible says that hell was not made for me and you. See, but the devil, what it does, just like when you do something wrong and your mommy comes, you want other people to be involved. That, he also, he also, yeah, he also did some. It's not only me who drank the milk from the fridge. He also drank some. So that is what the devil is doing. He rebel against God. And he wants other people also to rebel against God. That's always he will be telling God. I'm not the only one who rebel against you. Look at your son also. Look at this one. He's also not obeying you. Did you not say that we shouldn't do it? All these people, they are doing the same thing. Why is it only me you want to burn in hellfire? I include this one also. This one has not gone to church. This one has not also done this. This one is also uh, very wicked like me. This one is also accusing people. This one also is doing this. Including, why is it only me? You want to put me. If you are a fair God, why won't you take the people who are also disobeying you? That is how the devil is fighting for many people to join him in hell. But I came to tell you that you shall escape. I say you shall escape. Yeah, there is an escape plan. Oh, and you shall escape in the name of Jesus. Bible said there's no other name by which a man shall be saved except the name of Jesus. And I see Jesus delivering you and you are escaping in the name of Jesus. I say you are escaping in the name of Jesus. Look at Acts chapter 2 verse number 21. I'm trying. Acts chapter 2 verse 21. Is it there in your Bible? Bible says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. This is the way of escape. No matter what I have done wrong, 
No matter what you have done wrong, it doesn't matter any longer. Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I see you calling on the name of the Lord. I say you shall call on the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4 verse number 12. Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other. Look at it. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Only the name of Jesus. But those who shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. This afternoon I see you escaping hellfire. I say you shall escape hellfire in the name of Jesus. One day Jesus spoke to Peter and Judas just before he died on the cross. Just before he died on the cross, he told Peter, you are going to betray me. Before the cock will crow thrice, you will betray me. Peter said, me? I don't, I'm not like that. No, knowing that he has gone to buy a secret knife. <laughs> he bought a secret knife to protect Jesus. So because of that, he said, no, me, I will never. Then when you look at, uh, uh, I think Luke chapter 22, you will see it. He told also Judas, as they were doing the eating, the last supper, he said, he said, one of you, one of you is going to betray me. That was when Judas should have seen that. Look, let me stop what I'm trying to do. But you see, sometimes when even God is talking to you, it looks like you are not the one. Luke chapter 22, we can start from verse number 10. If God is talking to it like it's for some other people, 12 of them, they were there eating. They were eating bread. Bread and juice. If Jesus was a South African, he would, we would be eating pap and chisenyama. So as they were eating, as they were eating, then it too, they said, one of the, you who is eating with me. See, the way some people can fetch the pap, big one. They fetch it like that. Then they dot the sauce. So as they were eating, he said, one of you is going to betray me. And you, Judas, you know that you, are, you have gone to the chief priest taking 30,000 rand to betray. That was the time you should have said that, I'm sorry. This is what I have done. And the people started, Lord, is it me? But he was there, quiet. As I'm talking, you know that you need to escape hell. You need to escape judgment. But some people will sit as though they have already have their names written in the book of life. No. Peter said, no, me, I will defend you. You see that if you argue too much, Peter said, me, I will never, you don't know me. I'm an original fisherman. I don't change my mind. Let the people come. I will sort them out. But a small girl came. He said, you are one. He said, me, I don't know Jesus. He, yeah. You see, when you argue too much, you fall into the trap of the enemy. As you come to the escape, you can see that your sins are as many as mine. And we all need to escape judgment. And we all need to escape hell. You don't need to argue. Don't need to say that, no, this is not the day. No. There is no name 
There is no name. Given under heaven by which a man shall be saved, except whosoever shall call the name of the Lord will be saved. For Bible said, we shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. Only Jesus can save us by his blood. The blood of Jesus will wash you. Oh, the blood of Jesus. I used to be a bad boy. But look at what the blood of Jesus has done. Your case, even your case is better. You have not reached far. Let the blood of Jesus wash you, cleanse you, and present you holy. Bible says in Revelation chapter 20, verse number 12 to 15. I like the 15. It says, and whosoever whose name was not found in the book of life were thrown into the lake of fire. No. No, I don't want to burn in the lake of fire. That is why I need the blood of Jesus to wash you. How many want the blood of Jesus to wash you? Yeah. I like that scripture. I said, and, and whosoever shall call, is it there? Yeah, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast, cast into the lake of fire. Some people were asking, is there an actual lake of fire? If you have seen a volcano, if you see a volcano, it's a lake. Yeah, it's a lake of fire. That is even over here. There's one that is made up of brimstone and sulfur. Bible says forever and ever. Hey, I don't want to be there. But how can I escape? I need salvation. How can I escape judgment? Yes, by the grace of God, you may have escaped hardship, poverty, unemployment. You may have escaped so many things, but I'm talking about these two main escapes that you need to do. Escaping judgment and escaping hell. How can we escape? Said, whosoever shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. For there's no other name. There's neither a name under heaven given for a man to be saved except the name of Jesus. This afternoon, you came to escape and the true escape is coming over your life. After the escape, whatever you need in this life is assured. Many people thought that when, when they are sick and they are in trouble, I saw people who wanted to commit suicide. They thought that when you commit suicide, then your life has ended. No. When you commit suicide, you have rather started the next life quicker. You have fast-tracked your hell or heaven very quickly. Yeah. If you don't escape. But this afternoon, I came to tell you, it is time for you to, to escape. It is time for us to escape. Yeah. You don't need to go to hell. So that everything you are going through, whatever the enemy has in your life, God can step in. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you don't give God the authority, he cannot just come and rearrange your life. Some people think that if God loves me, why is it that I'm struggling? Have you invited him? Have you accepted him? Have you, have you asked him to do anything? If I came into your house and brought your bed to your kitchen and took the things in the kitchen into your bedroom, will you be happy with me? God cannot come into your life unless you ask him. He's a gentleman. He's not like some people that will force you. 
this afternoon, salvation is coming to you. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Bible says, they shall call, she shall call his name Jesus. Because he shall save his people from their sins. She shall call his name Jesus. Jesus is the solution. Me, my mother could not control me. My father could not control me. The police could not help. That's why there are army people, army officers in Cape Town. They cannot help. Only Jesus. Yeah, only Jesus could tame me. Only Jesus could tame me. I don't know about you. He shall save his people from their sin. In the Bible, if you shall call, whosoever shall call on the name of Jesus, he shall be saved. May the blood of Jesus not be in vain concerning your case. I pray for you wherever you are. Yes. Yes, thank God the diseases will be healed. The sicknesses will be over. The poverty, everything will be addressed. But it's not as important as judgment. It's not as important as hell. If you, you have the whole world, Bible says, what will you profit if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul? Your soul is the most important thing. Your soul. And this afternoon, this afternoon, Jesus is calling you. Jesus is called, come my son, come my daughter. I will forgive you. You need to escape hell. You need to escape judgment. And it shall be well with you. Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone here under the sound of my voice. Oh yes, that your blood will wash us. That your blood will cleanse us. That your blood will make us different. Just as you promise. That we will not pass on and be punished in hell but Lord that we will be in heaven when this life is over I thank you for this special oh escape Sunday I pray for everyone here may your power come over us deliver us from every oppression diseases as we receive you and Lord that our name will be in the book of life we thank you and we bless you in Jesus name We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.